Hello, welcome to uh, my podcast called Jonathan Crisp Real Talk, Real Talk. And uh, any listeners, be be sure to support me monthly, either for $1 a month, $5 or $10 a month. Uh, month. It's not that month, but it would be helping me greatly by greatly. So please support, support, and share my podcast. Okay. Let's get right into it. What does supporting the development of, of your child's inner discipline looks like in practice, both in the classroom and at home? It means discipline isn't about taking something away, it's about repeatedly teaching the child what to do instead, as well as illustrating and explaining the natural consequences of specific actions. Helping a child to develop inner discipline is an art and a science. To showcase this approach in action, here are four four tips that illustrate different aspects of helping a child develop inner discipline. First, using clear language to empathize empathize casualties, for example. Empathize casualties, for example. uh, Let me say one more time. Use clear language to empathize causality, for example, use if-then phrasing. Use if-then phrasing. When you constantly set clear expectations to help your child understand what he needs to do, your child will start to see the patterns and choose the behaviors that get the results he wants. For example, if you want to carry your water glass to the table yourself, then you need to hold it like this. Or that also that the water doesn't spill. Or if you don't or if you want to have time to stop at the park on the way home, then you need to get the, get your shoes and coat on quickly. A child's motivation to choose or master a certain behavior will come will come from his eagerness to take advantage of the opportunity. The behavior makes possible it makes possible in the classroom for example your child's teacher might say if you want to go outside then you need to quietly line up in front of the door so we so we are ready to go go, go out together he or she can carefully list list all of the steps in the process and explain why each step is necessary we need to put outdoor shoes on to keep our classroom clean we need to put our jackets on to keep us warm. We need to wear our hats so we don't sunburn our noses because sunburns hurt. Instead of focus on punishing the students by taking away recess time, we focus on having them understand the expectations and casual relationships between their actions and the opportunity. It is important to emphasize that the more this general approach is modernized and practiced, the more children to c- will come to trust that the adults around them are giving them clear and correct information. When they see and feel the, cons- the consistency, they learn to depend on the patterns around them and they have less motivation to, prote- to protest in any particular situation. A culture of inner discipline is created as children develop their understanding based on clear expectations. An evident casualty 
The trusted relationship that is built encourages the child to see the adult as a person who gives important information that will help him achieve his goals. Help the child consider the natural consequences of various torture. Whenever possible, adjusted for your child's age, help your child actively think through the consequences of, of chosen actions in a way that he can understand. Remember that a child who is hungry, tired, or, or overwhelmed is not going to be able to reason effectively. In that case, depending on your child's age, you may want to bring the situation up later to help the child understand. For example, say that your older child really, really wants to stay up late on a school night. Rather than giving a, giving a hard and fast no, how, you could ask, how do you feel when you stay up late then wake up early? Do you feel tired? Do you think it would feel good to be tired at school? The goal is to validate the child's desire by taking it seriously by thinking the situation through with him or her. If you your child with the child if you if you work with the child in this way, you avoid turning the situation into a power struggle. Often if a child is ready to understand a point with a little help in bringing the understanding to mind, he can do the work of changing his own motivations. Permit maximum freedom within a range of choices. Depending on the age of a child, be more or less ready to make certain choices. Sometimes making a meaningful choice requires understanding. A complex series of events of a payoff that is too abstract or too far away in time. If expected to make choices in such situations, your child can be disappointed by the consequences of his choice or frustrated when trying to choose between too many options and associated consequences. To help your child develop the ability to make choices, start by simplifying the situation as much as you can and offer more complex options as your child gets older and develops confidence in, his, in her ability to choose. By simplifying the options, you reinforce your child's need to have an authentic experience of control while ensuring that the outcome is beneficial or at least not harmful to your child. When your child consensually has the opportunity to practice making choices that are appropriate to his age and understanding, he develops trust in himself and over time he learns how to evaluate his options and more, and more effectively. If you know your child can't make an informed choice in a situation, avoid offering the choice. Instead, clearly let the child know what will happen, comfort him if he's upset, and draw his attention to the realm in which he does have choices. Over time, your child's natural developmental process will lead to the ex expansion of the number and kind, kinds of choices that he is ready to make. No matter the age of the child, the basic method is to pursue, pursue the limit the scope of choice appropriate to the child's age and ability. The Montessori classroom for each age range is designed based on this principle. The materials on the shelves are specific and limited, and the teacher's job is to direct students to the areas of the classroom, of the realm of work. 
well, well, he is cap capable of free action. If a young child is struggling to choose, she may offer a suggestion that, can you pick anything from this shelf and direct him to a practic practical life shelf and a number of activities that he has already mastered at home. If your young child needs to put on his shoes, you may have to say, do you want to put on, put on this pair of shoes or that pair of shoes so that he chooses within those perimeters? In the elementary program, children may choose from a much broader range of work, including work choices that aren't represented inside the classroom, such as large research projects or community-based charity or entrepreneurial projects. Validate a child's emotions. Of course, sometimes, sometimes a child is going to want to take an action that is not permiss that is not permissible. A preschool age child doesn't want doesn't always understand why he is allowed to make some choices, but not but not others. Why can't he choose what he has has for dinner, but not but not when he has dinner? Why can't he choose what to wear to school? but not whether he has to go to school in the first place. As an adult, you can help the child master himself in these frustrating moments by acknowledging his emotions. You really wanted to wear your boots today. You are not, you're not, you are, you are not in a mood for shoes. You are sad and mad about it. Be sure, mad about it. Be sure to allow your child's time to experience the, experience the disappointment and remember to save any reasoning or discussion until the initial emotion has run its course. As a parent, your greatest ally is the child's own desire to grow, to learn, to master his own emotions, and to, de and to develop her own character. By keeping calm and respecting your child and her desires, you can help her on her quest for inner discipline. By setting clear expectations and supporting your child's active thought and reflection, you can support the sense of personal autonomy she is naturally seeking as she follows her own unique path to physical, emotional, and intellectual independence. What does supporting the development of your child's inner discipline looks like in practice, both in a classroom and at home? Evelyn isn't about taking something it's about repeatedly teaching the child what to do instead. As well, illustrating the explain of natural consequences, specific actions, helping a child to develop inner discipline is an art and a science. To showcase this approach in action, here are, here are the four tips which I have mentioned above that illustrates different aspects of a helping child's development discipline. Okay, this is some more. Use clear, use some more discipline. Some more four tips. Use clear language to empathize casually, for example, use and then phrasing. So I, I'm going to repeat this one more time. I know I repeat before, but when you when you constantly set clear expectations to help your child understand what he needs to do, your child will start to see the patterns and choose the behaviors that get you results. For example, if you want to carry your water glass to the table yourself, then you need to hold it like this. Like show the child how to hold a glass so you don't, glass so you don't spill. 
that water doesn't spill. Or if you want to have have time to stop at the park on the way at home, you then you need to get your shoes and coat on quickly. A child's motivation to choose or or search or master a certain behavior will will come his eagerness to take advantage of the opportunity opportunity that behavior makes possible. The lasting effect current research in the field of mental health and child development supports the theory that acts of violence against a child no matter how brief or how mild are like exposing the child to a toxin. Repeated repeated exposure has a cumulative and enduring effect to some extent. We can we can demonstrate this from personal experience. Most of us would have to admit that the most vivid and unpleasant childhood memories are those of being mistreated by our parents. Some people find the memory of such events so disturbing that they pretend that they were trivial, even funny. You even notice them smiling as they describe how they were punished. It is, it, it is shame, not pleasure, that makes them smile. As a protection against uh, present pain, they disguise their memory of past hurts. And, uh, and uh, some parents, eager to justify the behavior, will argue: "You have a duty to grab a child who is about to, uh, who's about to do something dangerous, to touch the hot stove, or run into the street, and deliver, deliver a good smack." If that were so, your warnings about life's dangers will be remembered will be remembered. Will that argument valid spankings will become increasingly infrequent as children learn their lessons but but that's not what that usually happens. Spankings tend to escalate in frequency and severity and spanked children tend to behave worse. In fact, being spanked throws children into a state of powerful confusion, making it difficult for them to learn the lessons adults claim they are trying to teach. Parents who deliver the so-called good smack are not teaching their children that, that hot stoves and busy streets are dangerous. They are teaching that grown-ups upon whom they depend depend on are dangerous, and that's a bad lesson. That last part I, I, I showed uh, is a part from uh, Jordan Reak, the late great Jordan Reak, who wrote uh, Jane talk about uh, spanking the pamphlet, which is so. I thought I'd throw that in as an end to let you know the, the, about how harmful spanking is. But this teaching about Martin's, mostly about Montessori parenting is what uh, the, the first part of this is what I want to focus on. And uh, it's simple, it's easy, and uh, it makes a lot of sense to use. And also, if we use the method, uh, Montessori parenting is. By the, way, by the way, is uh, peaceful parenting and stuff like that. But because uh, uh, the whole thing of peaceful parenting was uh, it was by the idea of uh, Montessori. I forgot her first name, but I will I, I, I will find out and I will say who it is. But that's what it that's what it resembles from, if you all know. But this also helps the child. All this and Montessori parenting or, uh, helps. This all these methods it helps regulate your child's emotions and stuff like that so um, and and so um, so this so um, so uh, thank you for listening and uh, like I said uh, any listeners please support my podcast monthly 
specify either a one dollar a month or five dollars or ten dollars any amount is appreciated for that low amount you could help me uh, upgrade my podcast better equipment and and uh, also uh, help me get uh, also this also help me out a lot so if you feel uh, if you feel uh, if you feel fortunate if you feel um, if you feel generous, please support me. I will, it will greatly be appreciated. Thank you so much, and God bless, and please practice peaceful parenting.